0: Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff, with your host, Glenn Holstrom. Hi folks, old man Grognard here, hope you're all doing well, it's a nice day. Well, you know what, Schoolhouse Rock was right, three is a magic number. We'll talk about that after this. you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Okay, I'm in, I've been thinking hard and fast about some of the things I've seen. Um, first of all, I'm going to go back to the blog The Alexandrian because he makes a lot of sense. He says, if you want, if you want to do a mystery or if you want players just, to me to me, and my philosophy is every game, every adventure is a mystery because you got to figure out what's going on and what, what, how to approach a, a problem. But aside from that, but he said, if you want the players to get something on their own, give them at least three ways to do it. Three clues, three different things. And he's absolutely right. And that goes for a lot of stuff. Now, I spend a lot of time in comedy, as in I've done it on stage, I like watching comedy movies, you know, And there are certain rules you see, and one is the rule of three. When you're doing something funny or a bit or something like that, give it three tries. Give it do do three, do something and then a couple of variations. Three is three is the way to go for comedy. Comedy is a rule is a three is threes. So, why not apply that to to role-playing and any other kind of like fiction or any kind of creative endeavor you do? Um, I've also heard in religious circles that if God wants you to, especially Christianity, if God wants you to do something with yourself or change something, he will tell you three times or make three things happen. If you pick up on it, then you know he wants you to do something whether it's something that happens in your life or just some circumstance that just happens or, I don't know, an angel comes down and tells you, hey, but he will tell you three times. And so three is pretty much an interesting thing because a lot of things are made out of threes. Like, you know, usually in movies you have... True, uh, not always, but you have a trilogy. So the original Star Wars was a trilogy, and then they made the prequel trilogy, and then they made the sequel trilogy because everything, because it's a three-act structure. And again, in theater, three-act structure: uh, beginning, middle, and end. Act one, act two, act three. Boom. You've got that going for you. Uh, Lord of the Rings: the books and the movies is one, two, three: beginning, middle, and end. And from what I understand, that Tolkien wrote Lord of the Rings not as three books, as one story broken up into three parts. They had to break it up into three parts. The publishers did. So it ended up as three books. I mean, I even had a, I had a, I don't know how I got, the, well, I don't know how they did this, but they did publish a one-book version of Lord of the Rings with all three in one book. I used, I know, I used to have it. And so, but it's more practical to break it up into a beginning, middle, and end. So, take that into account. There are things in role playing that you can break up into threes. First of all, the three clue, clue rule, as he said, uh, if you have a puzzle in a dungeon, give them three ways to solve it. If you have a trap, give them three ways to avoid it or detect it. I would also go. As far as saying design dungeons that way. We're all familiar with the five-room dungeon, right? Okay, fine. You've got the five rooms, you got the beginning, you got the puzzle, you got the this, the that, you know, the climax, and then and and they get and it gives you because it's not just a dungeon, it could be an adventure or whatever. But let's take the dungeon as an example. A five-room dungeon. You got five rooms, boom. Okay, fine. And they give you the option of Creating another five-room dungeon and putting five-room dungeons together into one larger dungeon. Okay, I would do a five-room dungeon and then two other five-room dungeons hooked into it, because that's part of the shtick. That's part of the shtick you can do, because you can you can take like the the denouement in the fifth room and have a clue or something to lead it into the next part of the dungeon. Okay, you do that. Fine. I would do it because I have three five of dungeons that are kind of linked together. You know why I do this? I this is this is how I think about my prep. Now, prep is something you hope is going to happen that you have to prepare for. Because I've said, as I said before, players do some unexpected things, but you still gotta prepare for stuff, you know? You can't go in there and just wing it all the time. You wing it when the players do something you don't think they're gonna do or are not expected. So that's when you wing it. But getting back to the three five room dungeons. I got three five room dungeons because I'm thinking that the 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 characters will approach it three different ways. Depending that you have three different options of of having the characters uh, approach it and three different ways is a good starting point for the GM for the prep I would I would put three five room dungeons together and figure okay they can go here go here go here and then okay fine if they go to the fourth place that's when I start you know improvising and they can do partial things too like say they do room one or two of the five room dungeon and somehow it leads into the second five room dungeon and you go from there okay also, I've heard about, you know, I've heard about decaying a dungeon. My my jacaying a dungeon. One of my friends is Janelle Jacques. And I know what they're talking about. And one of the core tenets of that is having more than one way to get in to, for a dungeon entrance. Having more than one way for the players to get into the dungeon. Depending on where they are. So you got three five-room dungeons. You can have three entrances. You know, you can put one... Obviously, there it is, uh, a building, and, you know, it goes down, say it's a dugout. Here's another one over here in the middle of them, you know, in the there's a door in a mountain or something like that. Another one's in the swamp. You got to go down into the swamp or something like that. So you have this variety, and it's not an illusion of choice. To me, it's not an illusion of choice either. You know, you're not saying, well, I'll just switch this over here. They actually have a choice of how they want to approach the dungeon okay? And now, if you spread that out over a larger area, as in the adventure, you have ways, you start thinking of ways to, how they would approach this. Because you lay something out in front of them, or they stumble upon something, or, you know, the whole situation. It's all, how do they want to approach it? All right, I can think of three different ways they could approach it. If they do that, fine and good. My job is easier. But if they don't, I can make something up because I know enough about the world and the adventure of what I'm doing to to extrapolate from that and maybe get them back into where you, you know, where you think they're going to go or not because it's players. And to me that's fun. You know, if they're going someplace I had no idea and I have to kind of, you know, you know I gotta run fa- twice as fast to stay in the same place type of thing given Lewis Carroll alliteration there it's it's fun for me because things happen <clears throat> things happen and it makes me makes my brain work saying well okay they're going here what could happen let's see let's check it out okay let's check it out while my voice is still is still going here there we go um, I've got um, w- the five room dungeon book from John Four of role playing tips, and I looked through that, and it's basically people who have subs have have submitted five room dungeon ideas, and they're not all five room dungeons. They're very little. They're mostly five room adventures, and once again, you can string those together and say, okay, they're going to start here. Oh no, they're going to start over here. Okay, fine will will start they want to start over there they want to go here because they have like you know three or four things that they could do talk to this person go check this thing out look at these runes or whatever and you know I'm not sitting there with the players going the player characters going okay you can only you can do this you can do this you can do this no here's the problem you figure it out you tell me what you're gonna do and you have some stuff they can do. That's the whole point of prep. Give them something to do. If they don't do it, that's fine. But lay it out in front of them and see what they do. So, you know, the rule of three is just, to me, that's the golden rule. That's the golden rule for for doing dungeons and things like that and even adventures. So, take of that what you will because I got to go start my day. And if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar gmail.com. Nobody ever writes me anymore. Or you can drop a voicemail at Spotify for podcasters because nobody ever talks to me anymore. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, if you want to, and we are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. If you want to do a single donation, you can go to my Ko fi page, ko ficom old man or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me old man grognard. Those sites get lonely, give them a little love. And I would like to thank these people who do give to me monthly Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Gilbert Sars, and Benjamin Brodell. You guys are great. Other podcasts, there are other good podcasts. Dan Gregg does the Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard, Grognard Podcast. Let's do that again. Young Grognard Podcast. Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast. Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast. Brandy and Joe's doing the Biggest Geekest Podcast. Big John Allen Larges, the Red Dice Diaries. You know who you are. He's also got a YouTube channel, so check it out. And of also, another person has a YouTube channel is my buddy, Eric Tinker and Tinker's Tavern. So check them out. And until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye bye You got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King size is on the air.